Welcome to Living Water Radio. The pandemic has placed unusual burdens on everyone, on some more than others. Today we're going to talk about a spiritual power drain and how you can get reconnected to God's power supply. My name is Pastor David Burkadall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I've worked in a variety of blue-collar summer jobs, served in the Marine Corps, played drums and jazz bands, and was a competitive master swimmer. After college in Minnesota and a seminary in Berkeley, I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. The excessive summer heat and widespread wildfires in California have resulted in rolling blackouts throughout our area. Rolling blackouts happen when demand for electrical power exceeds what is available, and segments of a power supply area are shut down to avoid the whole area losing power. Different segments are shut down at a time, until everyone has lost power for a little while. The last time, it was about an hour for each affected segment in our area, though we never needed to have every segment's power shut down. That's why it's called a rolling blackout. But why is it called a blackout? I'm guessing that it's because if your power goes out at night or in an interior room with a closed door and no windows, you're in the dark. So is this another way something black is negative and something white is positive? Like angel's food cake is white, but devil's food cake is dark brown. Like a villain is said to have a black heart while a hero is a white knight. The bad guy wears a black hat while the good guy wears a white one. Sure, there are exceptions like Black Gold and Black Friday, like Louis Armstrong singing in It's a Wonderful World, I See Skies of Blue and Clouds of White, The Bright Blessed Day, The Dark Sacred Night. But if you are black, If you're not black, think about how the color black is widely regarded in our language and about how you would feel if you regularly heard the association the dominant culture made between the stigma associated with the color black and the name given to your race, no matter how proud you were and are about that race. Suppose we call an insufficiency of power a whiteout. Too exceptional in our language to harm our self-esteem? Maybe, but still. It would actually make more sense in some ways. Remember that stuff you used to paint across mistakes on your mechanically typed papers? Whiteout? It came in a jar with a brush, like like nail polish, and you painted it across the mistake. Let the whiteout dry, and then typed over it to correct your mistake. Of course, you had to line up the line of type just right, and if your correction required more space, you had to use that half-space return to try and squeeze it in. And if you sniffed it too long, you got brain damage. But yes, kids, that's all we had to correct our typos. Why, in an affluent and technology-rich place like California, do we have more demand for power than we have supply? Because someone made a mistake. Someone underestimated demand. Someone didn't allocate enough money for adequate supplies of power. We need to correct something and first need to cover it over, like a rolling whiteout. 
We are at the point in the pandemic where measurements like numbers of hospitalizations and rates of death are decreasing. There is talk of opening schools, and our governor will be making an announcement this week about where we are with church worship services. That will make people happy, like the guy in the Christian satire site BabylonB.com that had a headline a couple of weeks ago that said, Man who never goes to church, now outraged that he can't. We are also seeing reports about how difficult it is for many people to be motivated when working at home, to find the energy when they are not just working at home, but are also present for every crisis, doing homeschooling or overseeing their children's education, or wearing down under prolonged isolation or whatever. The fires, the hurricanes, the social unrest, the social isolation all add up and weigh on us. It's no surprise that many people are feeling overwhelmed from time to time, dried out, empty, that their energy demands exceed their supply, like something is wrong and needs to be covered and corrected, a rolling whiteout. The same is true for our relationship with God. We can easily get to a point where we feel we need to do better, we need to be better, we are not the person others think we are, we are not the people we want to be. We carry burdens of inadequacy, guilt, even shame. The issues that surround us seem more than we can absorb, much less handle. Our spiritual energy seems to exceed our demands, and we feel kind of empty inside. Why? Well, that's kind of its own explanation. We feel spiritually drained because our demands and our personal expectations are at the top. We put the demands on ourselves that do not come from God. We are spiritually drained because we look to our personal spiritual resources and not to the gifts of spirit that come only from the Holy Spirit, God's ongoing empowering presence for good in the world. Listen to what Jesus says, speaking to the crowds that were following him near the beginning of his three-year public ministry. It's in Matthew chapter 11, starting at verse 25. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. We can never do what needs to be done under our own power. The only things that need to be done are the things that God calls us to do. And God gives us everything we need to do them. For God, all things are possible. During the season of Lent in the Lutheran liturgy, just before the gospel is read, we used to sing the words of Joel 2, verse 13, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. That is how we overcome spiritual dryness. We don't. We open our hearts to the streams of living water that is how Jesus described the Holy Spirit, how it was described to the prophet Jeremiah in the Old Testament. And God does it. Look at the Sermon on the Mount. 
Here, Jesus lays it out in the very first sentence in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So, what's good about being poor in spirit, much less blessed? Nothing I can think of, in itself. The thing is that those who are poor in spirit, who have run spiritually dry in their relationship with the living God, know that there is nothing that they can do for themselves. They have no place to turn but God, and that is their strength. Mistakes don't separate us from God. Let's call it what it is, sin. Sin separates us from God. Repentance is not just saying, I'm sorry. It means a change of heart. There is only one way to remove that empty spiritual dryness in life, and it is not for us to get better. It is for us to recognize that we need a Savior. It is for us to turn to God and open our hearts to the one true living God, to allow streams of living water that are the Holy Spirit, God's ongoing presence for good in the world, to reshape us and satisfy our thirst, for that is the only thing that will. To encounter God in Bible study, prayer, worship, and service is to have them all made meaningful and powerful by the Holy Spirit. Are you experiencing a spiritual rolling whiteout, trying to correct your own mistakes, to make yourself pleasing to God? That's why you're spiritually dry. Your needs vastly exceed your power supply. You can't correct yourself. But God has an answer. The cross. Jesus, fully God and fully human, did everything needed there to reconcile you to God. It's a done deal. Your ticket is stamped, paid in full. Let God move in you to replace your rolling whiteouts with the rolling white water of the Holy Spirit. Are you weary and carrying heavy burdens? Let Jesus work in you what is pleasing to God. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Just open your heart to receive the gift of faith the gift of a living relationship with the living God. Open your heart and receive the gift of God's presence or allow God to renew you today. Today, let's remember to pray for truck drivers, food industry, and food service workers, and all those who work to provide essential services at both great risk and great sacrifice for others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet at at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same address and we'll include them next time. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have currently available and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. 
you are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.